and welcome. It's episode three of Catch Chat, the Daily Northwestern's new sports podcast. I'm your host, Daily Sports Editor Cole Paxton, joined today by Daily Softball reporter. It's the excellent Evan Ajeri. Evan, uh, here to talk softball with us today. It is a pleasure to have you on the show today. Always a pleasure. Happy to be here. All right, Evan, we'll get right into it, uh, talking a little Northwestern softball today. If you could just start with a brief overview of this team, how their season's going, good season, bad season, and some recent history for Northwestern softball. Okay, so the team's got a 20-24 uh, and 24 overall record right now. They're 6-9 and nine in the Big Ten. Um, they most recently had a four-game win streak, but suffered a uh, pretty bad loss today to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um we should remember that this is a team that's made an NCAA World Series final back in 2006, had a third-place finish in 2007. They were a dynasty program for a number of years. Um, in recent years, they've suffered some bad luck. Uh, some of the best recruits haven't panned out, gotten some bad injuries, that stuff, stuff like that that just couldn't have been predicted. But it's a well-coached team, a very well-coached team, and I think that's made a difference for them in these down years. Kate and Carol Johan, uh, head coach and assistant coach twin sisters just celebrated their 200th career big 10 win over the weekend and i certainly think that um the program will be moving in a positive direction from its past few years into the future talking about uh that past last year a couple of great seniors and andrea filler and Milatorno, they're gone obviously who has stepped up in their place this season and taken the reins so anna peterson uh senior right fielder has emerged as the bona fide power hitter on this team You've also you've seen great play from the whole outfield. Uh, senior Crystal Williams in left and junior Sabrina Raven in center have been big sparks at the top of the lineup, scoring runs, stealing bases, and playing really clean defense. Sabrina Raven actually has a uh, perfect um, fielding percentage this season. She hasn't yet made an error. Uh, you've also gotten solid contributions uh, offensively from junior infielders Brooke Marquez and Morgan Nelson, who hit in the heart of the lineup. Uh, the pitching isn't as simple to pinpoint, but we'll get there. Anna Peterson is a name you mentioned off the top uh, in that last question. And she has a very remarkable story. Really played very little each of the last two years because of injuries. And came back this year, was expected to play a pretty significant role on this team, but has really been a leader. Just, uh, Evan, can you contextualize or characterize how remarkable her story is as when she's gone through and then how that has went into her performance this season? Oh, well, it's certainly remarkable. She's only had 45 collegiate at-bats prior to this year, a very small number. Uh, that's about the number of games each team plays every year. Uh, she's missed a lot of time to injury, and last year she frankly didn't get playing time. When she became healthy, only had 15 starts, and she hit only 205, so not many could have seen this big resurgence coming. She was bounced around the order to start off the year, but since early April has settled into the cleanup spot, and that hasn't changed um, as she's gotten um, to hit hotter. Uh, she leads the team in home runs with six, RBIs with 25, and also in doubles, and as you'd expect, total bases and slugging percentage. She's cooled down a bit since she won Big Ten Player of the Week two weekends ago. Her stat line that weekend, it was against Maryland, and it was phenomenal. Uh, six of eight, two home runs, two doubles, three runs, and eight RBIs. Um, but at that, and at that point, she was ranking among the best sluggers in the conference. And like I said, she's cooled down a little bit, but she's still right in, hitting in the heart of the order, uh, can be counted on for a big, big hit when you need her to in the uh, middle end of the game. Peterson has definitely taken 
command uh, on the offensive side. There has not been a clear leader in the circle. Northwestern does not have a true ace this season. It has been very much a pitching by committee uh, scenario for Cade Drohan this season. How has that shaken out? Well, that's very true. Um, we, I think we should start by talking about sophomore Kaylee Weingarner. As much as she hasn't had a very large body of work this season, she is she's showing signs of um, coming into her own and um, sort of emerging as not as not exactly an ace, but as a pitcher that this team can count on when it needs uh, to count on a pitcher. Uh, just last week, she made three appearances. She got a shutout win on Wednesday against DePaul, a save on Friday against Purdue, and another shutout win on Saturday. And it was good enough for 14 strikeouts in 14 innings. She actually has one of the better strikeout rates in the Big Ten among eligible pitchers. Um, she's low, she Before today's rough start, she had lowered her ERA to 254 in the past couple of weeks, and that's, and that's not that bad for a sophomore who hasn't thrown a large number of innings and hasn't had a large amount of experience pitching against these Big Ten teams. Um, as for today, she wasn't that great. She allowed four earned runs in well, one and two-thirds innings pitch against Notre Dame. Um, but I think in future years, she's going to hopefully take command of this pitching staff. I think she has the, um, the stuff to do so. Uh, you've also seen flashes of excellence from uh, freshman Morgan Newport, who's been a contributor. She actually leads the teams in innings pitched this season um, and wins. Uh, she's accounted for seven wins this season. It's a young staff, and you're right that there's not a true ace, but um, I think that Newport and Weingarner show potential, this have, to have showed potential this season, and I think it's a good building block. Yeah, this uh, tough start by Kaylee Weingarner. Uh, we're referencing a 10-2 loss to Notre Dame on Tuesday in just five innings. Uh, not a good look. One pitcher who did not come up there, Evan, was Kenzie Ellis, and it's interesting to me because she was kind of part of the trio of pitchers who saw the majority of time last season alongside pair of seniors who are now gone and she has not stepped into that role as kind of the lead arm this season and it's been interesting at least for me to observe kind of from the outside how it's been players like Weingarner and Newport who have stepped into more of the leading roles as opposed to Ellis. Yeah not exactly you've seen Ellis get a decent amount of playing time she's uh, there to pinch hit when you need her to uh, she's often in the lineup when she is pitching uh, however uh, Stat-wise, uh, she hasn't. She just hasn't been as great as Newport or um, Weingarner this season. She, she's in second place for innings pitch. She's definitely been more of a workhorse than perhaps senior Nicole Bond, who's the fourth pitcher on this staff. But uh, like I said, I I think Weingarner's been the pleasant surprise for this uh, pitching staff. It is no secret, Evan, that Kate Drohan coach teams play extremely difficult non-conference schedules. They struggled, uh, obviously, a lot early in the season, a lot of ranked opponents. They got a little something going with four straight wins before the really ugly loss as we recorded today on a Tuesday evening. Uh, did they have something going before this ugly Notre Dame loss? And, and how uh, critical, I guess, how much of a setback can such an ugly defeat like this one be? You know, I'd like to say that they had something going. One thing of note is that they do currently have the nation's number one ranked non-conference strength of schedule. Uh, they played number two Florida State uh, twice earlier in the season, um, among other top 25 teams like Arizona. Uh, they started slow because of those tough games, 
they haven't had a winning record all season. They haven't seen above 500 all season. But with that said, I don't think this is a bad team. The record's a little bit misleading because Drohan does schedule so many tough non-conference games. Um, and like I was saying, I think they did have something going. The loss to Notre Dame today is not a good look for a team that needs to win 6 of 8 against three teams that are ranked higher in the Big Ten than Northwestern right now. They've got a series with Nebraska this weekend, uh, three games, a doubleheader with Illinois uh, next week during the week, and a uh, three-game series with Iowa to close out the season. And like I said, those are all th- those are three teams that are ranked higher than Northwestern in the conference standings right now. What's interesting is that Nebraska and Iowa have worse overall records, which might speak to um, Northwestern's strength of schedule or um, a lower quality team um, that Nebraska and Iowa are having worse records potentially against worse non-conference opponents. So um, we're going to have to see what they do. It's it's very unlikely that they pull off those six of their next eight wins, but um, we'll see. There's there, there's always a small chance, but that's a, it's a tough task. It, it is a tough task, and I'm going to put you on the spot here with a few predictions kind of relating to this last stretch for Northwestern. First of all, uh, you mentioned it's a series at Nebraska and Lincoln uh, this weekend. Northwestern sitting below Nebraska in the Big Ten standings. Can the Wildcats go on the road, go to Lincoln, and get a series win this weekend? You know, I would like to say so. I've enjoyed watching this team. There are a lot of great stories that have emerged from the season. Peterson, uh, for one especially. But I think on the road, uh, this team that's lost all of its momentum after having a four-game win streak with such a devastating loss today, I don't think they're going to be able to win the two games that I... the two or three games that they would have to win this weekend... I think that they might be able to pull off one or two, but I don't see a sweep happening. And with Illinois ranking third in the Big Ten and then playing an Ill- a doubleheader against Illinois next week, they'd have to sweep Nebraska, and I just don't think it's likely for them to do that on the road. All right, so we have established, Evan, that an NCAA tournament berth is pretty much out of the question, barring a magical run in a Big Ten tournament. Barring a magical run. We'll close with a prediction about that Big Ten tournament. Northwestern 20-24 and 24 as we record with eight games. All of the Big Ten left to play. Evan... What record does Northwestern carry into the Big Ten tournament in about two, three weeks' time? I'm putting my money on 24 and 28. I'm expecting four wins and four losses in these next eight games. I'm expecting a sweep of Iowa to conclude the season, but I'm thinking that they can only win one of their five games against Nebraska and Illinois. All right, that is going to do it for episode three of Catch Chat. That is Daily Softball Writer. Evan Algeri does excellent work on the softball beat. You can catch all of his work at dailynorthwestern.com. We thank you for joining us. I'm your host, sports editor Cole Paxton, and we'll see you next time on Catch Chat.